At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Earth Day can be every day, as we learn from Trellis Horticultural Therapy. The Atlanta organization helps people with brain and spinal cord injuries improve their quality of life by experiencing nature through the joy of working with plants. Later this hour, we'll hear about a partnership between Trellis and the Atlanta Botanical Garden. First, we are in the final hours of our spring membership campaign. And we are hoping to hear from at least 14 of you contributing online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090. WABE senior producer for City Lights, Kim Drobes, has yet another reason for you to contribute. That's right. And when you give right now, you are in a drawing to win a $250 Visa gift card. We're looking for first-time donations, of course, but this drawing is open to anyone who donates between now and the end of City Lights. And because of that, your odds of winning at this moment are incredible. Your gift right now in this fundraiser helps us bring you City Lights, along with all the other reasons that you listen to 90.1. As Lois said, we have a goal in mind this hour. It is 14 of you, and we would love to hear from you. Please take a moment and give. This very well may be your first-time donation. You can give at weabe.org slash donate, or give us a call, 678-553-9090. My name is Malka Shulman, and I live in Sandy Springs, Georgia. I think I've been listening to WABE for a minimum of seven years. I love WABE and I love all the programming. I love the, you know, the stuff that comes in from NPR and I love you guys. <laughs> well, thank you, Malka. We are thrilled that you love WABE and all the shows, but did you know that WABE must pay for those programs? Each affiliate station pay substantial amounts for the programming from NPR and our other partners. So the funds from you help us to cover those costs. You 
are responsible for enabling us to provide the shows you love. And when you decided to donate, you were helping everyone. Now you. Please make that gift of support right now at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. So let's say you decide to give $10 a month to WABE. What does that really do, aside from getting you a really cool Fabian Williams mug? City Lights is on the air because thousands of people started their sustaining memberships in a past fundraiser, and it really does add up. We rely on your gift to pay this cost. In fact, 84% of all of our funding comes from right here in Atlanta. That's why your support is so crucial. Please don't put it off this time. Make your monthly gift at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. Thanks. Remember, we're hoping to hear from 14 of you. And when you give this morning, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $250 Visa gift card. For contest details, visit wabe.org slash contest rules to give. In these final hours of the drive, please go to wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. And now, jazz legends unite to celebrate one of their own. The name Norman Grants isn't familiar to most people, though he was among the most important figures in the history of jazz. Grants took jazz out of clubs and brought it to the concert hall stage. He was manager to Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, founded Verve Records, and created jazz at the Philharmonic. He also was passionate in his commitment to equality and active in the civil rights movement an elite trio of jazz musicians, Benny Green, John Clayton, and Jeff Hamilton, will pay tribute to Norman Grants this Thursday, April 28th, in the rich auditorium of the Woodruff Arts Center. Oscar Peterson's daughter, Celine, will emcee the program, which is presented by Neuronina, formerly the Atlanta Jewish Music Festival. The celebrated jazz pianist Benny Green joins me now via Zoom to tell us more about the event. Benny, welcome to City Lights. Thank you very much, Lois. It's a pleasure to be able to speak with you today. Now, I've got to confess, I thought you were much older, Benny, because given the luminaries you've joined on stage and in recordings, I thought you were among the elders in jazz. So would you talk about your beginnings with Betty Carter and Oscar Peterson? Well, I met Betty Carter when I was 19. I was playing at a club in Long Island, Seaport, Long Island, that was called Sonny's Place. And Betty happened 
to drive by with some friends, saw a live jazz on the marquee, and uh, she heard me and liked my playing and took my number and called me to audition for her band. And she hired me at the audition. I had turned 20 at the time. And uh, Betty took me on the road with her for four years, playing every tempo and every key for a very demanding, most demanding uh, band leader. And she taught me and helped me so much. And the occasion of my leaving Betty's band was that Art Blakey invited me to join the Jazz Messengers. And I was with the Messengers for a few years before I joined Freddie Hubbard. And playing with Freddie dovetailed with my joining Ray Brown's trio. But my years with Ray were so joyous. And through Ray, I met his musical brother, Oscar Peterson, who took me under his wing and named me as his protege to my supreme honor. So through Ray Brown and Oscar Peterson, I've come into a bit more of a deeper appreciation of Mr. Norman Granz, who of course our program here at the festival is dedicated to. So can you tell us a bit how the event celebrating Norman Granz will unfold? We, we know Celine Peterson is part of it. Absolutely. I will say that John Clayton, who's very much a musical son of Ray Brown, and Jeff Hamilton, who played alongside me in Ray Brown's trio, as well as, as having played in, in, and recorded with Oscar Peterson himself, we're going to be featuring primarily music and arrangements by Ray Brown. some by Oscar Peterson. of a sort. John Clayton and Jeff Hamilton are musical big brothers of mine, friends and lifelong teachers as well. So will Celine be telling stories about Norman Grants? Will you and the other musicians be talking? How, how will this evening unfold? Well, I like to leave a little bit to spontaneity or a lot. <laughs> You are a jazz musician after all. There you all. go. This is so true. You know, my very first teacher was a child's you know, introductory classical piano teacher. 
And she telephoned my parents after my first few lessons and said, I think you should try to find a jazz teacher for Benny because he likes to improvise. Yeah, and boy, were you lucky your parents responded so beautifully to that. I mean, imagine if you would have been turned off by piano. Oh, you know, we got a piano. I remember the day, actually. We got a used upright piano that we still have in our home. In 1969, I fell in love with the instrument right away and started trying to write my own songs. Asked my parents for piano lessons, and my lessons began when I was seven. Will you perform any selections from your now legendary album together with Oscar Peterson, Oscar and Benny? Oh, I didn't realize the album was, was legendary, but it was- Legendary. It was, it was an epic experience for me, uh, as you could well imagine. I think that's a very good suggestion on your part. So I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not being facetious. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lois. And I will say Joe Alterman thinks the world of you, and he's got some serious musical cred himself. Well, the love and respect is mutual between Joe Alterman and I. He's a dear friend and brother, and I love both him, the piano player, and, and him, the person, to death. Just love him to pieces. Well, before we go, there is something else I hoped you would talk about. I love your recording of Central Park South. And uh, thinking about your Green's Blues, your take on a classic like Ain't She Sweet, I'm wondering, Benny, how you honor traditional jazz while also moving it forward. Because there are some people who think mm, jazz doesn't have a large enough audience for young people. You've taken it into the 21st century, but you, you don't forsake what came before. How do you strike that balance? The thing is, I think I've always been the same person who's liked certain records, certain players, and gone with what he likes. And not 
really concern myself with trends. So I guess to put a finer point on it, if I may, Lois, I'm not scrambling for momentary relevance. That's not an issue for me. I've never really had a pretense myself of trying to innovate. I think true innovation occurs, but I think endeavoring to innovate is sort of an egotistical pursuit. Innovation just occurs sometimes, you know, societally, sometimes, you know, through an individual or a group of individuals. I don't know. I just know the music that I love and I've always personally just wanted to be more authentic to that sound and feeling. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel myself and that is no sort of artistic political statement against people who feel a personal calling to readdress conventions. I think everyone, every artist has the freedom and the birthright to do what's in their heart to do. So for me, if I could sound more like some of my heroes, I'd be happy, you know, in not so many words. I just want to say, I don't really sit up and scratch my head about what are the kids doing right now? Or what's on the cover of the magazine right now? And how can I fit into that? I just want to be a better version of Benny. Oh, celebrated jazz pianist Benny Green. He'll perform Thursday at the Woodruff Art Center as part of the Norman Grant's tribute show. More information is on our website, wabe.org. Coming up, we'll hear how Trellis Horticultural Therapy Alliance is helping people manage their physical limitations with adaptive gardening. First, we're in our spring fundraiser. We're nearing the end. And the reason we have a fundraiser like this is simple. It's because we're looking for donations to help cover the costs of programs like City Lights and bring you stories like that you just heard with jazz legend Benny Green. Please, in these final hours of the drive, take a moment to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate. We have a goal of nine of you pledging online or by calling 678-553-9090 right now. And City Light senior producer Kim Drobes will tell you more about yet another incentive to give. Indeed. So we did have a goal of 14, and we'd love to thank those of you who have already given. Bradford, Indicator, and then a few more people who didn't necessarily want to be named, but listeners in Atlanta as well as Sharpsburg. So thank you very, very much. And this hour, we are hoping to incentivize you to give because we are giving away a $250 Visa gift card. This 
this drawing is open to those of you who give right now in this hour of City Lights. So your odds of winning are incredible. You can give at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. And we know you're not making a donation just because of the gift card, but because you appreciate City Lights and all of the interesting stories we share every day. Please take a moment to give right now at wabe.org slash donate and thank you. Hi, I'm Peter Zagel on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. We try to have fun with the news no matter what, which sometimes means that if the news just isn't diverting enough, we're forced to make some up. The Naturally Occurring Deeper Oceans Initiative, or No Doi for short, is ExxonMobil's active attempt to deepen the world's bodies of water by intentionally melting polar ice caps. Members of Woof for Freedom have launched a campaign to make abandoned dog droppings socially acceptable. Maybe you're saying to yourself, ha, try as they might, they can't fool me. Of course we can't. You listen to NPR. You have the cool, clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth. When you donate to this station, you can believe that your support makes everything you hear possible. Yes, even pop quizzes about public relations campaigns. Here's how to give. You give by calling 678-553-9090. I'm so glad we have Peter Sagal and the Wait Wait team on the weekends. And wasn't that a clever little way he had of inserting a Broadway song about <laughs> NPR listeners having the cool, clear eyes of seekers of wisdom and truth? Love it. It was so much fun to interview Peter ahead of the Fox Theater's presentation of Wait Wait Don't Tell Me last month. Did you know Peter Sagal's been hosting that show for 24 years? What? Yeah, and in our conversation, he talked about how in his time as host, he learned that it wasn't as important to have the sharpest jokes or zippiest one-liners as it is to present himself as someone on the radio people would want to spend time with a trusted voice. If you want to continue to spend time with the likes of Peter Sagal and City Lights, please donate right now. Be one of those nine, oh, this just in, be one of those seven listeners we look forward to hearing from with a donation at 678-553-9090 or online at wabe.org. Thanks. And how about starting your membership with a sustaining gift of $10 a month? Not only will you get one of those super cool Fabian Williams mugs, but when you sign up as a monthly sustaining donor, that $10 helps pay for every reason that you listen to 90.1, local news of Atlanta, regional news, stories from across the country and around the world, all supported by listeners that understand how important they are to this station. And your sustaining gift helps us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta long after this funding drive is over. The amount you give is really up to you. Only you know what you can afford. This might not be the year that you can afford it, but maybe you can. And you can help out your neighbor in that way. We rely heavily on Atlanta for support, not on subsidies or state funding. In fact, member support is by far the largest portion of our funding. That's listeners just like you. 
Please give as generously as you can at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And do remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $250 Visa gift card. This is open to everyone who donates between now and the end of City Lights. So, renewing members, new members, sustainers, those of you who want to upgrade your donation, even those who give something extra right now, this offer is open to you. Please donate now. Be one of the seven. We look forward to hearing from at 678-553-9090 or online at wabe.org. When you give to WABE as a new sustainer at $20 a month, we'll thank you with our brand new t-shirt. The WABE Amplify t-shirt is black and celebrates your favorite Atlanta radio hosts, Lisa Ram, Lois Reitzes, Rose Scott, Jim Burris, and H. Johnson. So it's perfect for the WABE superfan. And donating at this level comes with one additional gift, the PBS Streaming Service Passport. It only takes a moment to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thank you. Support for WABE comes from Capital Good Fund, introducing Georgia Bright Solar Lease Program, a new rooftop solar initiative designed to create pathways to equitable and inclusive solar, sustainability, and monthly savings for Georgians. Learn more at georgiabright.org. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gardening is a great activity for many reasons, including physical and mental health. And according to the Trellis Horticultural Therapy Alliance, gardening can help you outgrow your limitations. Since 2017, they've been helping people with physical and cognitive impairments engage with gardening and nature. Trellis is beginning a new project in collaboration with the Atlanta Botanical Garden, bringing adaptive gardening to people with spinal cord injuries. Here to tell us more about the partnership are Rachel Cochran, a co-founder of Trellis, along with Mo Hemmings, Community Outreach Manager for the Atlanta Botanical Garden. Welcome to City Lights. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Lois. Trellis is celebrating its fifth anniversary as an organization. Congratulations. Thank you, Lois. It's been a wild ride. You know, five years is a pretty big milestone for a nonprofit, and we have done a lot of work over at the Ability Garden. It's looking really beautiful. We spent all of 2021 building phase two, 
gardens tend to never be finished. And we have a situation we like to call garden creep where the garden just keeps expanding. <laughs> so I don't know if the ability garden will ever be finished, but it's ready for prime time. And uh, we're looking forward to our event coming up on April 30th. Yes. Well, when we spoke last, Rachel, that was in 2020. And the Ability Garden, as well as the Greenhouse, were the focus of our conversation. That was about the partnership between Trellis and Callenwold Fine Arts Center. You've told us how that garden space developed since it opened. For listeners who may be unfamiliar with your nonprofit, what is the mission of Trellis? Trellis's mission is we use the power of gardening and nature to improve the lives of people living with disabilities and, and other life challenges. We work with other groups as well. The, the focus for our work is really to provide purpose foster independence by making gardens accessible for everyone and just creating a social community environment where people feel they belong. So how does gardening help those with physical and cognitive disabilities? The, the beauty, one of the beauties of gardening is there are no age limitations trellis serves and, and any gardeners, you know, children love the garden, you know, middle-aged people like myself love to garden and elderly people love to garden. So, you know, we can really serve a wide range of, of ages in the garden setting. Gardens have the ability to connect us to the earth. Just having your hands in the soil is a stimulant for the brain that actually improves your mood. The physical work of gardening makes us feel good. Um, I have a couple stories of clients that I'd love to share about that. And then the cognitive work, you know, gardening requires planning, especially if you're doing greenhouse work, sequencing work, counting, filling pots, the step-by-step of that type of work that can be challenging for people with brain injury. It's great for following directions. And, you know, what we found with some of the groups we work with, just, just even showing up to the session is participating because people with disability, you know, it's difficult to get transport, you know, just getting out of bed, getting yourself ready, trying to get somewhere, just that in itself can be a challenge. And I think having the garden, the beautiful garden, and our staff is so supportive and welcoming and, you know, we take the safety of our participants, you know, at the utmost importance. And so people feel welcome. Mo, what can you tell us about the partnership between Trellis and the Atlanta Botanical Garden? Well, it sort of started because of a past relationship that I had with one of the co-founders, Wendy. We had worked together in both of our past lives through the Atlanta Botanical Garden and the Shepherd Center. And in 2020, when we were all looking to sort of reconnect, Wendy had reached out to me with the idea of the Ability Garden at Callenwald. 
and was looking for a bit of support to build the raised beds. Timing was wonderful because through the Botanical Garden and some funding that we had received through the American Public Garden Association and the U.S. Botanic Garden, we had um, some money to assist with urban agriculture. And um, as a part of my role, really bridging the gap between accessible gardening and being a garden for all and using food as that mechanism to do so. So we were able to help provide some resources to build some of the raised beds at the Ability Garden in 2020. And then through that, we were able to kind of expand how ABG was able to work with Trellis. Mo Hemmings, the Atlanta Botanical Gardens Community Outreach Manager, and Rachel Cochran, co-founder of Trellis Horticultural Therapy Alliance. We'll be back with more of our conversation in just a moment. But first, this is WABE City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Right now, we're fundraising so we can continue bringing you interesting stories like that. We're hearing about the partnership between the Atlanta Botanical Garden and Trellis Horticultural Therapy Alliance. Plus, we have yet another reason to give this morning. I'm joined by City Light senior producer Kim Drobes to tell you more. Indeed. And Lois, we have the best listeners. We have heard from Sandra in Atlanta, who says that she enjoys listening and likes to support when she can. Taylor also donated from Woodstock and Stephen in Atlanta. And right now, when you give to support City Lights, we're entering your name into a drawing to win $250 via a Visa gift card. It's the only such Visa gift card that we're offering during City Lights for the entire fundraiser. So please give now at wabe.org slash donate. Right now, your odds of winning are absolutely fantastic because this drawing is only open to those who give during City Lights. We need you. For full contest rules, go to wabe.org slash contest rules. And you can also give by calling 678-553-9090. Thanks. I'm Joshua Burns, and I'm from Dallas, Georgia. How did I feel after I became a donor? I actually feel amazing. Um, I've, I've been wanting to. I've heard a couple of these drives, and I always felt bad because I couldn't do it. But then I had a little bit of extra money in my bank account, so I figured, why not? Wow. Thank you, Josh Burns from Dallas, Georgia. Josh had been wanting to donate, wasn't where he needed to be, and now he is. And feels amazing because of his <laughs> first ever gift to WABE. It's what many first-time donors tell us. Please join Josh with your gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thank you. Also, if you decide to be a WABE sustaining member, you'll never need to ask again, when was the last time I gave? Because once you set it up, your membership is always up to date. And you can contact us at any time if you need to make any changes. You know, we normally suggest around $10 a month because it seems to be the most comfortable level for new sustainers, and it really is the best way to give. And also, if you give $10 a month, then you get that 
awesome Fabian Williams mug. By giving as a sustaining member, it allows us to continue to amplify all of the diverse voices of Atlanta. Make your first time sustainer gift, or if you're already a sustainer, considering adding a dollar or two a month to your gift right now. You can give at wabe.org slash donate. And remember, we get the vast majority of all of our funding from listeners just like you. Please give us a call, 678-553-9090. You know, we do just about everything these days online. We order food, stream movies, shop. Well, we can also do something fantastic for our community. Support the radio station that supports all the voices of Atlanta, WABE. Whether you are on your phone, tablet, or computer, it's so quick and easy to give at wabe.org slash donate. Everything's right there to help you decide how much to give, how to become a sustainer, which is the most popular way to give, how to pay, and even some ways we can thank you with a gift of our own. Fabulous pictures of those thank you gifts online at wabe.org. Please take a take just a few moments right now to do something amazing. Join the WABE family of supporters with a monthly gift at wabe.org slash donate, or please do give us a call at 678-553-9090. We still have a goal for the rest of this hour. We would love to hear from five more of you. And before we get back to City Lights, just a reminder that your odds of winning that $250 Visa gift card are very, very good. And one of the reasons that I love that it's a Visa gift card is you can spend it on anything you want. You don't have to go to a particular store. When you give right now in these final days of the drive, you'll be supporting all the interesting interviews and information that you get on City Lights. And of course, you'll be entered into this drawing. Please take a couple of minutes to give monthly now at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. When you give to WABE as a new sustainer at $10 a month, we'd like to thank you with our brand new Amplifying Atlanta mug. It features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with our beloved WABE hosts. And it was designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams. It's yours as a monthly donor at $10 a month or with an annual gift of $120. And you'll get a bonus gift, the PBS Streaming Channel Passport. Please give monthly. It only takes a moment at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And thanks. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Wrights. It's great to have you along. Let's return to my conversation with Rachel Cochran, co-founder of Trellis Horticultural, Horticultural Therapy Alliance, and Mo Hemmings, the Atlanta Botanical Gardens Community Outreach Manager. We've been discussing their collaboration to bring adaptive gardening to people with brain and spinal cord injuries. Here, Hemmings explains how the Ability Garden 
accomplishes just that mission. Adaptive gardening is a way to kind of make it more accessible to all different types of levels. So, for example, the ability garden at Trellis is built higher than what one would think of in terms of a traditional raised garden bed, so that someone who might be in a wheelchair or have a bit more difficulty bending or getting too low to the ground, the average raised garden bed is only about a foot or two feet tall. These, I believe, and uh, Rachel, please correct me if I'm wrong, I believe these are about three and a half feet tall, so that if you are sitting either on a bench or again in a wheelchair, you don't have to extend your body more so to access the bed. Mm. The things that one doesn't think about until faced with such a situation, but that's wonderful how the raised beds enable so many more people to engage with gardening. You mentioned earlier that you have some wonderful stories. I was wondering how you have seen your participants affected by the work they've done in the Ability Garden. The people that we work with, we work with stroke survivors, we work with veterans with post-traumatic stress, we work with children with autism, and, you know, they are all coming to the garden with different challenges. And uh, one of the stories about the veterans that touched me a lot is a man came just a few times and it, he was in a lot of pain. And he basically told us that, you know, he had to have his wife drive him and that he woke up that morning just feeling in a lot of pain and just didn't think he could make it. And so he took, you know, a little bit, get out of bed, ate breakfast, got dressed, came to the garden, could hardly move. And then I saw them at the end of the session. And I kid you not, the man was literally like dancing a jig. He said <laughs> that that garden experience that morning had made him feel so much better. <laughs> that He was so glad that he came. And I think that kind of captures gardening I think it refocuses the mind. It pushes you in a way that's pleasurable. Unlike, you know, I, I kind of look at some of the clinical therapies, you know, when you're in a physical therapy session at a clinic or something, you know, you're just in this whole motivating setting that just makes you feel good. And, you know, veterans love a purpose and, you know, they love making progress and creating things and taking care of things. And it, it just always reminded me that even just showing up is a goal in itself. And, and that, you know, that man that morning showed me that that is true. Just showing up can, can change your day in a positive direction. Very powerful. Mo, the Atlanta Botanical Garden has always had lots of classes, workshops, and different ways of learning about gardening. Are there any classes about gardening with disabilities? As it stands now, no, but that is an active part of why this partnership is so important to me and to my role at the garden is it's an opportunity to get out into the community and kind of use the resources that exist and support 
and build those up. It's kind of like, why reinvent the wheel? <laughs> so the trellis partnerships works really well because it merges those two strongholds. It allows Atlanta Botanical Garden to access a group of folks that we may not regularly get the opportunity to um, work with, while also using our strengths in terms of gardening education and workshops and participation and just getting people excited about being outdoors and incorporating plants in their lives. Mm. Rachel, would you please tell us about the upcoming open house? Yes, I would love to. One of the beauties of having a beautiful greenhouse at your disposal is that trellis and our and our participants are also learning to grow plants from seed. This is a wonderful way to engage in gardening with the purpose that you can easily do in a seated position. You know, it doesn't matter what your age is or your mobility impairment, you can sit in the greenhouse and, and grow plants. That was one of the beautiful partnerships with the Atlanta Botanical Garden is we brought in Mo to kind of do a more focused session that we're calling uh, Spring into Gardening with the spinal cord injury population. And it is a five session series that one builds upon another. And so Mo has been a wonderful resource about helping our participants plant tomato and basil seeds. That's the focus of our plant sale for our open house. And using tools that you can get at the grocery store that you don't need a fancy greenhouse. You can do this in aluminum pipe pans in your windowsill at your home with the whole goal of growing these plants to help trellis with the plant sale and also that these individuals will be able to continue their gardening in their home environment and learning to grow plants in pots and so part of our event is touring the Ability Garden and seeing as a demonstration site how people that have mobility impairment can still garden with the tips and tricks that Mo Hemmings has graciously showed us. And so we appreciate her time and getting to know the spinal cord injury community. And the final session is going to be on April 29th at the botanical garden where they're actually going to do some cooking with all the basil that they've been growing and Mo is going to give them a tour of the botanical garden. So that was kind of a little more in-depth about what Mo has been doing for trellis and the event on April 30th is we are branding it as the Ability Garden Tour and Plant Sale. So we invite the community to come out and see the amazing garden space that we've created, learn tips and tricks of gardening from a seated position, or even if you just, you know, a lot of our participants use a walker, learning how to garden effectively with a mobility impairment, and we're going to have our tomato basil plant sale, all organically grown in the trellis greenhouse at Callenwald, and food trucks and some free, fun gardening demonstrations that people can engage in. Rachel Cochran, co-founder of Trellis, 
Horticultural Therapy Alliance with Mo Hemmings, the Atlanta Botanical Gardens Community Outreach Manager. Trellis will hold an open house event on April 30th. More information is available on our website, wabe.org. You're listening to City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes with City Lights senior producer Kim Drobes. And a quick reminder that giving a few dollars will help us continue to bring you meaningful stories and help us continue to bring you arts and culture coverage in Atlanta with just Six minutes or so to go in this hour. We have yet another good reason to give now. Kim, take it away. All right. Before I do, I just want to thank those of you that have already given this hour. Lisa in Brookhaven and then a few people who would rather not be named. But they're from Atlanta, Stone Mountain, and Marietta. And we are waiting to hear from you because we still have a goal of four more donations this hour. And we still have plenty of time to make that happen. So it's up to you. And we are still giving away a $250 Visa gift card. Keep in mind your odds of winning are fantastic. It is only open to people who give right now during City Lights. You can give any type of gift to be entered into this drawing. It's someone who's renewing their annual gift to a person who's never given before or just a one-time gift. There are just a few minutes left in today's program. And look, the reason we're doing this is to cover the costs that help bring you City Lights. You can help right now. Please just take a moment to give at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. Raise your hand if you've learned something new while listening to this station. Maybe you heard one of our reporters unpacking some big, complicated idea. Or maybe it was just something that you didn't know before. Okay, now keep your hand raised if you've gained a clearer picture of the world and your community thanks to the news coverage on this station, the latest breaking story from overseas, or something happening right here at home. Wow, that's a lot of hands. Okay, now just one more. Raise your hand if you are a financial supporter of this station. It only takes a few minutes to become a member and show your support for this station. When you do, you'll ensure the news and programming keeping you plugged into your community is here for you and others. So go ahead, become a new member now and join the rest of us who are already raising our hands. You can join us at wabe.org slash donate. And I don't know if you were actually raising your hand, but were you at least taking a mental note of the times WABE has informed you and about the times in which you learned about a new exhibition, memoir, musical event, dance performance, or visited with an author or chef on City Lights. Please give to support that right now. Your gift truly helps us to amplify Atlanta in so many ways. And it only takes a few minutes at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 
553-9090. We're in the final three minutes, and we need to hear from three of you. It was perfect. How do you like that symmetry to meet this <laughs> hourly goal? And when you give, consider donating $10 a month as a WABE sustainer. It really is the best way to give, and here's why. That $10 may seem small, but it allows us to make future plans more accurately, knowing that we have a reliable source of ongoing support. Also, when you give at $10 a month, you get that awesome Fabian Williams mug. And we usually suggest $10 a month because that's the amount that seems to work for most of our listeners, but only you know what works for you financially. We only ask you to give as generously as you can. WABE.org slash donate. And with nearly 84% of all of our funding coming from Metro Atlanta, your $10 a month helps us not just pay for city lights. It helps WABE continue to bring you more of the local and regional news coverage that you rely on each day. We've heard from one more of you. Our goal now is just two more of you. Make your monthly gift at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. And that also means that we have two minutes remaining for your name to be entered into a drawing to win that $250 Visa gift card. Please give what you can monthly or one time, but do Join us now. Donate online at wabe.org or by calling 678-553-9090. You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Catch an encore broadcast weeknights at 9. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., we'll hear about the pink unicorn coming this week to the art station in Stone Mountain with Outfront Theater. Plus, City Lights producer Summer Evans takes us on a tour of Illumin, the art exhibition at Oakland Cemetery. City Light senior producer is Kim Drobe. Summer Evans is our producer. Our engineer is Shelley Canavy. Our special pledge guest is Stacy. And I don't remember your last name, but she's special enough. I'm your host, Lois Reitzes. Thanks so much for donating online at wabe.org or by calling 678 678- Five five three ninety ninety. Ever wondered where to find the best dumplings in town? Curious about Atlanta's obsession with lemon pepper? Join us on Savory Stories, a new podcast as we uncover the untold tales behind Atlanta's culinary scene. From the roots of your favorite dishes to the creators that bring them to life, we're diving deep into the heart of the city's food culture. Listen to Savory Stories at wabe.org slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. W-A-B-E. The world has changed from shifts in power to a mental health crisis. So with all this social change, how do we balance the human desire for empathy, the business need for productivity, and the hope to make an impact in our community? This is a new podcast, The Social Impact Leader. I'm Jeff Schinnebarker. Join me as we explore people doing work a little different. 
Available every Wednesday at wabe.org forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. W-A-B-E.